Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey, y'all. This episode of The Read is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use offer code THERAPY. Now, let's get our show started. Okay, we're back. Hey. Hello. How are you? Girl, more on that in just a second. <laughs> I am Pam Oliver's hairdresser. I am that random silent eye in Emery's name. <laughs> and this is the read. So. I think you should just let it out. Just let it out. I'm just going to go ahead and say this is going to be the episode from hell. And here's why. I'm so (laughs) fucking tired. Like, this has been the shittiest week of life. First of all, I went to BBQs on Friday, which... (laughs) Why? Why? I don't know. I thought I, like... I haven't been to BBQs in so long. I was delivered. And then, no, I decided, you know what? I haven't been there in so long. I want one of those big, obese-ass drinks. Did you go to the gay one? Of course, went to the fucking gay mm. one with Dustin and Asante mm. and some mm-hmm. random queen. Nope, nope, nope. And drank just all of the alcohol, girl. And just, there was, there were a few trees in the situation as well. And... <laughs> Went to the club to stage 48. This is just. I just want to say, I'm just going to actually just go through it because you need to know why this is going to suck as an episode. <laughs> Got to the club. I remember berating a few people outside of the venue. I remember saying things like, are these the, are you guys the heterosexual? Is this the heterosexual section? Classy. It was. I was right. I didn't offend anyone. I don't think it was a proper assumption. And. I can't. Getting into the club, I don't really remember, but I do remember that I went to coat check and uh, there was this plump queen um, who took my coat and I had a, a beautiful coat from Zara and like a little regular leather jo- rather leather jacket also from Zara. And this queen gonna tell me that I needed to pay twice as much at coat check because it was two coats. I said, girl, whatever. <laughs> you can take your little funky ass $8. <laughs> But I told that young bitch, hang them together, put them on one fucking coat because my face is shitty, bitch, and I don't know what is about to happen tonight. Put them on one coat. I told that bitch that. I can't. I don't know what happened that (laughs) night. Apparently, I saw a few of my friends. I danced really inappropriately. Yeah. Mm, That's what I heard. That's putting it mildly. Um, mm. Yeah. And, you know, okay. thankfully, you know, I have great friends. Asante got me in the cab with him. We made it upstairs, uptown, and I puked on the street. Not in the cab, not Fun. in the club. Yeah. So I kept it classy. And when I woke up the next day, I, I, I mean, I don't even remember getting home. Asante had to tell me all of this. When I got home the next day, I woke up and I, I felt like death scrambled hard mm-hmm. yeah you did i f- i called you to you inform did. you that i was dying to fuck up my afternoon yes you did call me there was a lot of vomit involved mm, yeah while i was on the phone um that was a good time and then i realized that i left my zara coat at the damn club with my keys and my wallet in it i don't know i really don't hey, know here is a type of city that new york is <laughs> oh god you can't even go to your landlord and be like, hey, girl, so I lost my keys and this is the situation. And, like, there's no spare key that you just cut. Apparently, there's... I don't know if this is just, like, a thing that happens in my slice of the ghetto or what, but I have to go to, like, some office to get a key to the building. Yeah. Like... It's like, not... They can't just go make extra keys. There's, like, a certain number of keys made for every apartment. And so if there's... If you lose them... It's like $150 to get new ones or some shit. I just, it's a lot. What? Yeah. 
it's like real serious because it's so fucking ghetto up here. They can't just have the the front door to the apartment be unlocked. Like they have to have the door to the lobby. You need like three keys to get to your own personal apartment. So in order to keep the number of keys out there limited, like keys that can open that door. I don't know. Maybe you check with your landlord. 100. But that's what the well, the very first apartment I lived in when I moved here, they ended up changing all the locks and they gave us two keys per apartment. And then they told us, if you need more than this, it's $150. And I was just like, oh, girl, you don't have to worry about that. Because what I won't be losing <laughs> is, is no goddamn $150 key. Yeah. But I don't know. Check with your people. It might not be that much for you. But that's what they tell me. It's bad enough that this bitch don't speak no goddamn English. Listen, I'm not doing that. And then on top of that, that. I'm not doing that. Then I hear that in order to get a New York State ID, which I don't even want one because what? Gross. I'm not out here trying to rep this goddamn city. I'm out here to work, bitch. Ain't no motherfucking New York. I'm from the streets of Dade County. And I'm trying to keep my Florida ID. But no, that shit is apparently running rampant in this motherfucking city. God knows where. So now I have to go get a New York State ID. Mm-hmm. And in order to get one, you have to have your original birth certificate. Or your passport. No, not or. According to the New York State, New York City government website, I need to have my original birth certificate as well as my social security card and then four, point, four proof points of name. And then yeah, a passport. But I've actually gone and gotten my New York State ID, so I can tell you 100%, you do not have to take your birth certificate, because I didn't. I promise. Okay, well, then But it is definitely a pain in the ass. And, like, I can show you how to do it if you and want to. And then I heard that they don't even give it to you. you. They have to mail it. Yeah, they do mail it to you to make sure that you actually do live where you say you live. It's It's a lot. I know, because in Oklahoma, you could just go to the DMV, take a picture, and, and here go your ID. the most lowly lowly circles of Miami even the just the the just the darkest corners of Miami if you went to the DMV they had them printers right there you gave them your documentation you took your picture you filled out the paperwork and they printed your shit and gave it to you and you walked out with that fresh motherfucker in your goddamn hand what the fuck kind of shit is this and nothing makes sense my life is a swirling vortex of despair and confusion. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm out here doing fucking podcasts and shit, bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> podcast? What? what happened to YouTube? Now all the girls are asking, hey, Kid Fury, why won't you go to YouTube? And I'm like, girl, I didn't quit YouTube. I don't think that I'm better than YouTube, bitch. It's just I don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm talking about everything under the goddamn sun once a week on this motherfucking show for an hour. I don't know what to talk about when I'm doing YouTube. No, I don't want to have a camera come up here every single second we do this goddamn show record everything that I'm saying. Sometimes I like coming to the fucking studio crusty because nobody is looking at me. I'm here and I just have on currently some jacket that God only knows where I got it from and my old ass Kid Fury Scully and my glasses, bitch. And these got these boots. Okay. Speaking of which. I was hoping you had forgotten. It's bad enough that this city is dirty, (laughs) loud, expensive. But it's also frozen. And it's not just bad enough that it's frozen. Mm -hmm. We have been accosted by two snowstorms that were maybe a day apart. And it says another one coming right on this motherfucker's heels. But the worst part about that is... What? There's another one coming? That's what I heard. Fuck a fucking duck. Are you kidding? On top of all of that, what's horrible about this is when you're trying to get through it. This is why everyone's fucking miserable. Because you will see some snow or you will see what you think is the street. But it is 10 feet <laughs> of <laughs> slushy, muddy gonorrhea yeah. in the street. Mm-hmm. And today, and you know what? The worst part about it is I've been through a winter here before. So I just, I had, like, I know this already. And I made this leap, bitch. I was just two seconds from the train to come down to this studio tonight. And I made this leap, and I it was a leap of faith. Jesus knows it. And I fucking missed. And my fucking right foot <laughs> sank to the depths of this frozen puddle. My sock and my black Timberland boots are covered in snow. My feet are freezing. Now I have to turn around and miss that goddamn train and funny. go back home and change my damn socks and put on some different shoes or some shit like 
What? On top of the fact that I ain't got no goddamn keys and I have to go through all of this other bullshit and Stage 48 don't give a fuck about my black ass or that coat, even though I paid their goddamn cover and I paid twice as much for coat check than the rest of them queens. Fuck everything. So that, <laughs> listeners, is why this episode is going to be the one from hell because I don't give a fuck about shit today. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about none of these famous hoes. And girl, you'll be lucky if I give a shit about your letter this week, bitch. That's how I'm feeling. And I don't even know what the fuck I'm going to read, but we're going to suffer through it. So pop culture this week. Let's start with it. I called who? Miley Cyrus. I called it. Oh, I don't know when I said this, but I know that I did. I said that this year was going to come <laughs> and she was going to get rid of all of those Miley Cyrus is on the cover of W Magazine. Okay. I don't know if you saw these pictures I yet. I did not. But she looks amazing. Oh. She kind of looks like Lady Gaga, but it's probably because she bleached her eyebrows and whatever. I don't understand why women do that. I don't, I don't know if it's like a like a fashion thing, but where you like bleach Almost your eyebrows definitely. so it looks like you don't have any. No, just, I it, do not. It doesn't work for everyone. But anyway, I thought that she looked gorgeous. Miley Cyrus, bitch. I don't know if you're listening to this. No. My spirit says yes. Because I said that this bitch was going to move into the 2014 and she was going to get rid of those fake Sailor Moon meatball buns on top of her head and she was going to put away all of those fucking Tonka truck costumes that that bitch was wearing on stage and she was going to stop getting ratchet. And guess what? On a cover of W Magazine and you look like a fucking queen. That's what you need to do. Whoever styled you for this, I don't know if it's somebody that you know personally or if it's somebody that W assigned to you, but you need to have daily conversations with that bitch and break them up a piece of your motherfucking Kit Kat bar, bitch, meaning give them as much money as they are asking for because you looked fucking great. Keep it up. You can be, if you want to have some pop music with a little hip hop, you know, infused up in there, you can do the Justin Timberlake thing. It might work for you. Yeah, it might. That's I don't, all I'm saying. I didn't even know that this happened, so I'm sitting there like, I just wanted to say that what? I called it. I, I can't believe you liked something Miley Cyrus was in. That's I can't believe it either. What's crazy to me, I really am going to have to she look at this shit. She looked really nice. Well, I thought that she looked really great, and she was covered in, like, diamond stuff. It was the typical, like, look at me, I'm blonde and white, um, and I look gorgeous. But she okay. looked really nice, and hopefully you get your act together or whatever, because, I mean... Stop that whole fake black shit. Just stop that. I don't give a shit about anything Or just else. approach it differently, like Justin does. But see, you can't even... See, Justin no. has the soul. No. Right. Mal- just no. No, Miley Cyrus. Just... I don't... Justin's no. ancestors probably, like, you know, one of them probably had a, a black slave that they slept with or something. Um. Yeah, that is not a great thing, but I'm almost certain that that happened. I mean, I'm just saying, he's just guy, there's something in there. You know, Justin Timberlake, for a while, he was that type who was like, he thought he was black, and he acknowledges that now, but he used to really... Like Those cornrows. That he would, right. Like he really thought he was black. And he didn't just have cornrows. He would have cornrows and then he would have like, he would wrap it in a bandana like one right. did. Right. And like a blue bandana. Like, what are you doing? Sweetie. Just, we don't need this. Boy, stop that. Over here, bye bye buying with these other niggas. Nigga, please stop that. Justin Timberlake, man, he's come a long way. Anyway. Miley, so, though, that's not her calling. That's not her destiny. Girl, whatever. Fuck all these people. Gaga um, is depressed, apparently, because of Art Flop. I don't know. Whatever. She's in Harper's Bazaar, and she said that she was depressed at the end of 2013, and she's got a new manager, and her album didn't perform well, and I don't know, drugs. I don't... Whatever. I've read some stuff about Lady Gaga. Like, somebody broke down exactly what happened to her, and apparently the people... Like, the man who was styling her quit, and then whoever was doing her choreography quit. And so she was like... Lorianne. Lorianne. So that was, like, her thing. Like, her look and her her performances were what drew, got people's attention. Like, her, her the actual quality of her voice took a back seat. So now that those people are switched... Well, I mean, it's true. So, shit. Now that those people are gone, she's trying to figure it out by herself. And I guess it's not working because Art Pop did not do well by anybody's standards so but that ain't none of my business whatever girl buck up sis is she still um, smoking 15 blunts a day do you remember that if she did if she's not i'd be surprised by it because as i've said she is high constantly how it do you even have the time to smoke 15 blunts a day when you are rich 15 all you have to do is say can i have a day off but and how you do you can even absolutely smoke, smoke Probably 25 blunts a day. 
What? She could probably smoke 25. If Lady Gaga has a day off, she could she could smoke 25 blunts, sniff 10 lines, and get her pussy ate at the same time. <laughs> but wouldn't you just be so ridiculously high, like 25 blunts? Come on, Look that is crazy. at Lady Gaga. <laughs> no, but you would be like for real, like high as fuck, like damn near comatose. She went to the Grammys in an egg. That was years ago. Uh, she did though. Uh, rolling down, like looking like a fetus. It was gross. Ugh, ugh. She was at the MTV Video Music Awards one year, and she was dressed as a man the entire show. But it just seems to me, if you smoke fifteen blunts, like how would you even get like, out I of the bed? I absolutely believe that she does smoke fifteen. And she's a little old bitty somebody. Where is she putting it? I, I don't she know. Probably how she probably smokes as ma- the days that she has to go out to work. She probably has THC pills that she just pops <laughs> like Skittles. She's constantly high. That much I know about. Well, her. I hope she's getting. I hope she gets help for her depression. Gets out of that. Soon. I think that she said that she's doing better now. And she was just telling a story. Well, I mean, you know, people on the internet are truly mean. So, if and I'm saying this as somebody who has definitely been meeting the celebrities before. If you tell them that you're depressed about something or you sad about your album dropping, you the people who yourself. don't like you are definitely going to encourage you feeling worse about yourself. So, I'm sorry to hear that. That's why I'm sure she's telling this story now. So that she, you know, she probably feels better about herself or whatever the fuck she's going. Child, you're Lady Gaga. You'll figure it out. You'll be fine. You were rich before this. You have enough. much richer now. You have enough notoriety at this point to just ride this wave out and have plenty of second chances. Brandy had like six second chances and And it was well after she was right well after she should have had them so if brandy can have all of those chances it's no shade the little monsters will give lady gaga another chance they're not and you're a white (laughs) so you have have to worry about right brandy put out a good album and people still didn't buy it the world is your oyster lady gaga yeah whatever girl um child what the who else um, you are Chris so Brown. Uh, no, it's pass. Somebody else. Speaking of Chris Brown. I just said, didn't I just? Oh, I mean, speaking of rehab. Oh, okay. Who's in rehab? Selena Gomez was secretly in rehab in January. For what? Justin Bieber. Shut up. Was she really? Apparently. No, you are lying to no, me. No, I didn't make that portion of the story up. Was she really in rehab, though? She went to some rehab called The Meadow, I think. I don't even know. The thing that I'm confused about is, if it was a secret, then why do we know this now? Like, shouldn't she have gone to... And how many people do... Do rehabs, do they have just, like... Are there just, like, celebrity rehabs? Like, do are, are there rehabs that just accept only rich, famous people? I have no idea. Because, like, everyone has been to rehab. Let's just... Let's go to rehab. Maybe it's fun. Maybe it's, like, their way of getting a vacation. I don't know. I don't know. what. Like, do you get... I remember when Lindsay Lohan went for... Or she was hospitalized, actually, for, like, exhaustion or something. I was just like, bitch, what? Like, what? Like, you needed... Did you need to be forced to go to the fuck to sleep? I don't... Okay. But I don't understand what Selena Gomez even did to be in rehab in the first place. She was apparently addicted to the beebs. That You're not right. That's not correct. No, they're saying that she... Well, okay, so she's had problems with alcohol... Weed, prescription Ambien, and then they're saying that she also had trouble. Because didn't she like shade him a bunch of times after they broke up? And then she yeah. was photographed on some segways riding down the boulevard somewhere with him recently, and people were trying to get her. Leave his ass alone, Salima. Uh. Selena, whatever. Waverly Place. Bitch, I don't I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. Bieber was just he's in ex like more trouble. He's already on like the homeland security watch list or something for the two crimes that he committed. And then they say that he was hot boxing on a damn private jet and the pilot had to put on a gas mask to land the plane. Like like this is who he is. Like and this is why I asked on Twitter the other day, does cocaine really give you does like a really feeling of immortality? Garbage. Does it really? You have to be the real that's what everyone said. Like I and I I don't, you didn't see The Wolf of Wall Street. But I someone did. brought You did see it. I did see that. I said, that's a great, although they did plenty more than yeah, just Yeah, they did. Like, they were, they were on the most. Everything you could think of. But, I mean, a bunch of people said, yeah, it gives you just this. It explains so much about a lot of celebrities. It does. It's got to be coke. Like, you have to, it has, if it's not coke, then it is some other powerful It explains why they go out and show their asses. Because there's no other reason. Like, why would you do if this? If you're already under so much trouble that people have signed petitions for you to get the fuck out of the country. Why like, would you be, and why would you be smoking on, anyway, fuck 
each and every everybody involved whatever kiss my grits good night um fantastic where are the grits located on human anatomy (laughs) the ass i believe i believe grits can be found in the crack of the ass i thought it was like a gooch situation oh whatever no i think it's just a southern way of saying kiss my ass go to hell oh girl what else i don't fuck everything what so i really don't want to talk about this um oh god i'm just gonna say this very briefly this could be one of two things that's going fuck up my mood like either way it's going to okay great this is how i feel about dmx um yeah no well, the news came out that he was going to be participating in a boxing match with someone that is lower than horseshit in the summer. Um, initially, I kind of jumped for joy on the inside because all I could think of was Earl smoking a rock the size of Newark mm. and going in there and doing a spirit bomb Yes. Kamehameha combo and murdering this man. Mm-hmm. And my spirit said, that is it. Yes. My um, soul was in agreement. I was with you on that same plane. We were right here. It was like, yes. Would like for this person to be eliminated. I have since changed my mind. Mm. Um, I would like for all of this to go away. Everyone involved to go sit the fuck down. Or if it's going to actually happen, then y'all need to pick somebody that's not suffering from addiction to crack cocaine and other drugs. Hmm. Not to say that crackheads don't have, um, you know, Justice League strength and things like that. But oh, Lord knows they do. They definitely do. Um, but I just feel like it's it's making a mockery of Sabrina's baby and the fact that it's his birthday and everybody is talking about this is just absolutely ridiculous. And when you think about it, best case scenario, DMX would do what? Bruise him up, bust his lip, black his eye. Like they're not gonna allow for this nigga to jump on his face and latch onto him and murder. Like they're not gonna let DMX kill him. Right. And that would be what I'm looking for if you to kill him or I or at least injure him to the point where he is a vegetable for the yeah. rest of his life. Mm-hmm. They're not going to allow him or anyone else to do that to this shitty, fat individual. So (coughs) leave us alone. Let the child rest in paradise. Let the family move on. All of this is ridiculous. It's disgusting. This man is not a celebrity. And I'm so tired of America glamorizing these sick twisted murderous individuals it's like why does this always happen like you have these insane people who go out of their way to destroy other people's lives or murder innocent people or both and america's like you know what this would make a great movie right or a great whatever event like I don't know what it is. I, do, I really don't get it. I don't it. get it. But this baby is dead. Why is his murder allowed to to prosper as a, as a celebrity, like as somebody hired for entertainment purposes? Are you fucking kidding? It's like I get mad every time we talk about George Zimmerman because I get mad every I time really this motherfucker is in that. the news for anything other than being dead. Like I just, I'm so tired of hearing it. Unless it's George Zimmerman is dead I don't want to hear another goddamn George Zimmerman headline. I fucking don't. I'm over this motherfucker. I really, I didn't want to hear his name, but well, whatever. Skin crawls every time. I was really trying to walk, trying to tiptoe around it. I don't even like anything with those those first three letters. Like I feel a way about Zimbabwe. I feel a way <laughs> about Invader Zim. I just feel very uncomfortable with the letter Z. I'm, I'm, I don't even. Anyway, yeah. if this event is not going to be hosted by WorldStarHipHop.com, then girl, fuck out of here. Everybody stay at home and leave um, Trayvon his spirit still, please. That's it for the celebrity, whatever the fuck we call this part of the show. Yes. I'm going to um, drink some of this cool 
um, what is this bodega water called? Poland Spring. Mm, delicious. And try and get my nerves back together. I just... <sighs> Let's not forget to say rest in peace to Philip Seymour Hoffman, who passed away a couple of days ago of an apparent drug overdose. As if I wasn't already feeling shit. I don't even want to tell you the way I felt when I saw that news. Like, I just... You just reminded me. He's such a talented actor, and it's just... And director. Yeah. And I was crazy. just watching I, Doubt. I was just watching Doubt. He's so good in Doubt. He plays the priest. Mm-hmm. But he also was in Capote, which is one of my favorite books about one of my, or favorite movies about one of my favorite writers. Truman Capote obviously wrote In Cold Blood, which is just a fantastic novel. And so I just, I it was just him. a loss and it was sad. And I was just like, fuck. Like, I love him in Almost Famous and in, um, one of my favorite movies when I was a kid was Twister. Yeah. Because I thought that those white people were just the bravest, crazy people in the world. Like, why? And people actually did that. Right. Like, chasing tornadoes. I was, like, sitting back at, like, what, seven? I don't even know how old I was. Like, oh, look. Twister was like, I don't, I don't even think I saw Twister in the theaters because I was like, why would I go see something that I live? Like, People chasing yeah, tornadoes. Yeah, we get tornadoes. Storm chases. That's like, I grew up around that. That was nothing to me. I we was like, I'm not going to the movies to see what I can go outside and see. We never, we didn't get tornadoes in Miami. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't so think so. I just thought that was like, I thought it was so cool. And then, of course, he's in the Hunger Games. Of course. And I mean, I felt kind of bad. But when I when I heard it at first, I was like, shit. And I was like, damn, what about the Hunger Games? Like, Yeah, I think people do. Like, when when <laughs> when celebrities pass away and they're in the middle of a project, that's, that's kind of the first. That's what I felt about. When, that's, I kind of felt that way when Aaliyah died because she was recording Yeah, the she was Matrix, doing um, the yeah, Matrix. And I she was, was like, doing the Matrix. she was just filming the damn Matrix. So, and she anyway. had just finished, I think, Queen of the Damned or yeah, something like that. Like just finished it. Yeah, like had just wrapped it. And anyway, I was thinking about it, and you know, <sighs> I heard that he filmed like the like his scenes or something, or he just had a couple to go or whatever. But he was such a great addition to that. Same with Paul Walker franchise. and the Fast and Furious. Same with, I mean, it happens all the time with these celebrities. It's just so sad. Anyway, recipes to him and to the young King Trayvon, and we're gonna take a break and then come back to your letters from home. And I'm going to try and pull it together so that I don't insult any of you when you're. Undoubtedly tragic relationships. Okay, great. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use offer code THERAPY. Yeah, y'all. Don't forget, Squarespace is constantly improving their platform. They've got new features, new designs. They have great support. They have over 20 highly customizable templates. And every Squarespace plan, and it used to be titled Standard Unlimited in Business, they're now called Personal Professional in Business. They all support commerce functionality. And that means that literally every Squarespace customer can now begin selling products online. Each plan has a range of functionality in terms of SKUs and integrations with third-party software. We use it on thisistherie.com and I love it. It's super easy to update. If I can do it, Lord knows anybody can. And they have over 70 Squarespace employees on the customer care center team and it's based right here in New York City. So head on over to squarespace.com. Use offer code therapy for 10% off and a free trial. Start a trial right now with no credit card required. Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. It's true. Now let's get back to the show. And we're back. Yes, we are. As always, you guys, email your questions to asktherita at gmail.com to potentially be read aloud on the show. And we have two updates this week. The first one comes from the girl who, remember, her boyfriend was posting a bunch of, like, naked hoes on Tumblr. And we told her to relax because it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, she was tripping. Yeah, so she wrote us back and said... Thanks, guys. I guess I was being a little oversensitive because of the other issues we've been having, so it turned into more of an annoyance than it normally would. And no, Kid Fury and all you listeners who commented, I was not going to break with him, break up with him over Tumblr. So congratulations to you, Anonymous, for working that out. Glad you got over it. And then also Jared, <clears throat> if you remember, Jared had the homosexual co-worker who kind of hit on him once and then he was like uncomfortable around yeah. him and all this. So Jared emailed us back and said, um, 
Well, first of all, the co-worker listened to the show and recognized, even though the name was fake, he recognized the situation and confronted him about it. Great. So they had to hash it out in person, which I'm sure was super fucking awkward. The breed, bringing people together. <laughs> yes, bringing Three. together co-workers who try to talk about one another on a national platform anonymously and then get found out anyway. Congratulations. The breed, where the shade gets real. <laughs> So he busted up in old dude's office and they had a conversation about it. And he said, to make a long story short, I was forced to deal with the situation head on. He explained pretty much what you all said, that he wasn't going to attack me in the mailroom or stalk me or any of the things that straight people think gays are going to do. I tried to assure him that it was a simple act of me not having the coping mechanisms to deal with a crush. And I apologized. After several hours, he came back to my office and said he was sorry he made me feel uncomfortable and he hopes we can move on. I thanked him for being candid. And while I think there is probably an unreparable rift, or I guess I should probably be irreparable, at least it's finally dealt with. Uh, I didn't edit these today, so sorry. In a weird way, you forced me out of the closet of my own internal prejudices and perceptions. Keep doing your thing and in your own way, champion the causes of the misinterpreted and educate the uninformed. That's why I'm here, girl. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's why we do this. So, yes, thanks so much for sending in your updates, you guys. If you submitted a question long ago and you haven't let us know how it turned out, please email your updates to asktherita gmail.com. And, hmm... Let's see. Where do we want to go for the first question this week? Are you in the mood for anything in particular? I feel like I never know what's going to happen. So just go for it. I mean, because the inbox is always just a grab bag. Let's start off with a short one from Rochelle. It says, hi, guys. I love the show and I have heard every single episode. I have a quick question for Kid Fury. Does he find it offensive when straight women say it's a shame that you're gay or I wish you weren't gay? Sometimes these gay guys out here are just so fine. Thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs) are you offended when straight women say man i wish he wasn't gay no one ever says that to me um don't don't do that because girls on twitter be no i'm kidding um yeah the all the time actually it's usually girls that say anything uh, that compliment me in any way it's girls on on twitter maybe but it's boys who be hitting up the inbox like light-skinned niggas submitting all they selfies trying to find lies. out if you no bitch it's not a lie you just don't care but they be in the inbox all the time you're a liar why would i lie you could log in and see it your damn self you just don't anyway um i don't personally find it offensive um i guess i could see why someone might but i don't think that it's offensive to say man i wish that you weren't gay because you're attractive i don't think there's anything offensive there because i mean i don't know how quiet it's kept but plenty of gay people say that shit about straight guys so i i don't so i don't know why you know to me if a girl says it then i i would take it as a compliment i think that it's flattering but you it's know. not gross to you. It's not like, uh, please stop. Like if you're like, oh my goodness, I would love to slide up and down. You know, like if it was you like don't hear what these graphic. girls be saying about you. I guess some of them are nasty. I don't know. Okay. I don't see all of that. <laughs> but so it doesn't. I know. I feel like I've talked to other gay men who are like really offended by that, like getting mad when women do that to them. I don't. But if you don't care, then you don't. It doesn't bother me at all. Like, if you're going to be like, if it's, if you're just talking about like, oh my goodness, why don't you like pussy? Or I just like really wish that you, if it's like something graphic, then yeah, that's offensive because, uh, gross. Right. Don't be but, <laughs> but just a plain, wow, you're really cute. I wish you were straight. What's wrong with that? Okay. Well, shit, I don't really care one way or the other, so... The next question says, Dear Crystal and Kid Fury, I would like some advice on motivating my loving boyfriend. Are you ready for this? I just want you to, maybe you should put the water down. My boyfriend and I have known each other for a few years, but have only been dating for nine months. We really like to talk things out, so it was no surprise when he proposed to me last month and I accepted. Wait, I don't really know how that goes together either, but listen, we're just going to roll with it. The problem is that neither one of us wants to get married until we have our lives shaped out more. But... I am pretty close to being finished with college and my boyfriend is a year younger than me. We are young, so I understand there's still time, but my boyfriend is moving at such a slow pace that he makes me worry he may never have a life. And while I don't mind... (laughs) No, we're not even a third of the way done. And while I don't mind supporting him if I ever make that much money, I do not want to marry him only to end up unable to support us and neither does he. My boyfriend graduated a year late from high school because he was in the hospital and couldn't finish his senior year. Since then, he has done nothing but sit at home with no co- not going to college and no job. 
Since he has no idea what he wants to be when he grows up, I have tried to get him to apply for jobs near his house since his excuse was that his father won't allow him to get his driver's license. They said, I don't know, but whatever. They said they would call after the new year, but no dice. I keep talking to him about it, and every time he stays motivated for about an hour and then forgets until I talk to him again. (laughs) To give him credit, he doesn't like having no career path or job either. He's just really unable to deal with a lot of things right now. I love him very much, and I'm going to stay with him through this, but I am unsure of what I can do to help. I feel like a broken record, and I am tired of always having to make him do the things that will allow us to be together. We live in different states, FYI. Oh, my God. Oh, girl. So you just left that punch right there. I mean, I haven't even read through this entire letter. So, Oh, I thought that was the end. Oh, no, honey. Sometimes when we I haven't I actually have not read it before, period. Like I just randomly picked this out. Sometimes when we talk, he will mention feeling scared to leave home and have responsibilities, which confuses me because his home situation isn't exactly ideal. I tell him to get over it. And like always, it works for an hour or two. But then we're back to square one. Is there some way I can help him find something he likes to do for work? Is there a way to motivate him without henpecking? Is there any advice you guys can give about what led you to to the jobs you obviously love? Thanks so much, Lisa. P.S. I have shown him this letter and he sends his regards. Oh, well, at that least he knows that you put his ass out there like amazing. Because, <laughs> honey. Wow, my God. So there's a lot here. Yeah. Um, but I think my first question is, why are you engaged to somebody who does not have any motivation for life? Like, why are you? Here's the thing. Why are you engaged to this person? In order to get him to find um, something that he's good at or something that he enjoys that he can turn a career into. In order, cause she said something about what led you to doing blah, blah, blah. Passion. And you can't create passion for someone else i mean well you can but that's not what i'm talking about. gross but i mean you know what i mean like you can't just like take this nigga to the park and all of a sudden he realized he wanted to be a beekeeper like you can't right. just like you know what i mean you can only do so much he has to decide for himself that he wants to get off of his ass and go and do you know what needs to be done like you can't build that bridge for him, girl. So. Yeah, it is not your job to motivate him or keep him motivated to find a job or or go to school or whatever the fuck. Like, girl, I don't, I really think you should think twice. And then if you come to the same conclusion, think again about marrying somebody who doesn't have, like, not even, not not just that he doesn't have a job, but girl, he doesn't even, like, have the motivation to get That's a job. That's the problem. It's not even just about the job because, I mean, people will shit on you for not having a job all they want to. I don't know what kind of world y'all are living in. I thank my lucky stars as well as my sickening Jesus every day of my life <laughs> that I can do what I love and pay my bills and have a little extra on the side, sweetie. Because one thing about it, being out here trying to find a job, especially if you're not in school or don't have like a degree or anything like and even if you do, like right. shit, even like if you do. it's just it's hard as fuck. But if you have one thing with me, especially like. You don't have to have everything, and I definitely don't need anyone to provide for me. But if you have, like, the passion and the motivation, like, that's all I need to see. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, I'm not going to be paying for your meal every single time that we go. You know, like, I can't. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be financially, you know, looking after you. Right. But if you have the drive to get, you know, to where you need to be or where you want to be, that at least assures me, okay, well, you're on a path, and, you know, we just need to be there for each other and get there. Because I believe that whatever is meant for you is, you know, is right, for you. Meant and you'll for you. get there. You just have to, you know, But you got to find your way, yeah. But if you just sit in there like a damn, what did the kindergarten teacher say, bumping along? Mm-hmm. Whatever. If you just sit in there not doing anything, that's enough that's for it. me to say, well, girl right and i mean i don't want you to get caught up in the potential of what your boyfriend could be because there are so many girls out here who have fallen victim to a nigga's potential only to find out that the potential is gonna come whenever the fuck it wants and that's not really on your schedule girl so (laughs) ring the alarm i I have been through this (laughs) for too long you are so fucking stupid let me tell you something about it (laughs) Stop 
with all of this falling in love with possibilities. Because that ain't nothing but Tinkerbell, bitch. It's covered in fairy dust. It is not real. You better fall in love with the goddamn present. You better fall in love with what you got there in you front go. of your motherfucking ass and stop falling in love with possibilities, bitch. Because you ain't no motherfucking Susie Homemaker and you ain't about to put this bitch in the Easy Bake Oven and make your motherfucking your dream nigga. All of this fairy tale, I want a fairy tale ending and fairy tale wedding like I've said. Get you some Disney DVD Come or on. some Disney Blu-ray. Princess Tiana found her a man and a frog and a, a spell and, and opened like a, a beignet bakery or some shit like you leave all of that shit for the animators girl right you better be out here in love with the president the tried and the true and the real that's what you do because your dreams of what this man might turn out to be honey are gonna be the thing that breaks your heart and ain't nothing gonna happen but him ending up um resenting you because you're gonna be out here getting this motherfucker paper and he gonna be at home and pushing him call of duty that's it and you trying to get this nigga to come out here and get a goddamn degree and get a good job and do all of this and what's worse is it's definitely going to affect your relationship because you can't function like that with someone who's not on the same wavelength as you no, you, you need to have someone who has the same amount of drive and the same fucking like um passion that you do you can't have you can't be passionate and be out here trying to make the world work for you and shit like that and you coming home to somebody with a bag of hot cheetos open and that's you know and then waiting to fuck you at night like no girl like no. right y'all sound really young to me honestly this sounds like he's just you can't i don't want you to feel like you can marry this man thinking that he's going to be such and such down the line when you marry somebody i think it's important to realize that you're marrying that person for who he is or who she is right the fuck now. Not I'm yep. marrying you because in five years I think you might be really dope. Yeah. And you'll have your shit together. But I love you the way you are right now. I love you when you're great. I love you when you're fucked up. I don't mind if you are the way you are right now for the rest of forever. Like it's not it's not like I'm marrying you because I think in a little while shit is gonna get way better and you're gonna do something. I don't with even your know life. what the fuck I'm gonna be giving in five years. Shit. Hopefully I will be living and, and healthy and, you know, helping Blue Ivy with her homework. But we don't know that. Right. So, I don't know what I'll be. I don't know what I'm doing. But I just I don't want you to legally attach yourself to somebody, you know, who is he could be, you know, the greatest guy, very oh, sweet and and compassionate and treats you great and all this girl. But if he ain't doing shit and it bothers you and and you know that that's not your responsibility to make him be shit because you can't do it. You cannot you. It cannot be your job to make that man into something. He has to grow up his damn self. It's going to be 15 years. You're going to have a house full of kids and a single job in the household that that's gonna be sitting on the couch it. and you're going to be every single day by the door on your way to work be looking at the nigga like look at you right and that's best Black, case scenario <laughs> poor you're ugly mm. that's what it's gonna be you don't in three years life. time you'll be by yourself wondering why you made that mistake like anyway. i'm not not i'm not saying like this is this is definitely how your relationship is going to go i'm saying that right you banking on what something. somebody might be is a bad idea right exactly so That's raquel all. what is this girl's name and i think it was lisa whatever <laughs> hey girl listen come up with an idea and i you know niggas hate ultimatums but hey it lights fire under their asses and let this nigga know like look we need to come up with something and make something happen because you just can't have dead weight it's not healthy there you go that's how i feel about it sweetheart unfiltered fury good night next okay so our last letter comes from stephanie and she says so i've been dating this guy for about five months now and everything is going great However, when I see him, it's mostly me making the plans and initiating the phone calls to do something. Break up with him. He's a fuckboy. Next letter. Valentine's Day is right around the corner, and I was wondering if it's no. smart to wait until no. he brings up what we should do no. and let him plan out the night. No. I just don't want to make it a habit that I have Absolutely to make all the no. plans so that he can start stepping no. up. Mel C. Stephanie. No. Girl, I mean, if you're stressed out about Valentine's Day and what y'all are going to be doing, why not just say something? Why are you walking around wondering if y'all are going to do something for Valentine's Day. Like, I think if if you're worried about Valentine's Day itself, ask him, are we doing something, blah, 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 are we hooking up, getting together, whatever, for Valentine's Day. First of all, here's the thing. This is how I feel about um, pre-Valentine's Day clearance. Um, Valentine's Day candy clearance eve. Mm -hmm. This is how I feel about that day. Yes. Um, Stop. With all of your 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 dramatics and your expectations. It's a day just like any other one. It really is. It's just the 14th of goddamn February. <laughs> so, 
you need to be wondering when this nigga is going to take you on a romantic date on any other motherfucking <laughs> day. Because like, people feel obligated yeah. to do these romantic things on Valentine's Day. If you're going to do something special and romantic on February 14th, and then on March 14th, this nigga ain't answering your motherfucking phone calls, that says a lot about your goddamn relationship. It does. So that's not what you should be worried about, bitch. Buy you a big-ass... Uh, chocolate heart buy that shit for your goddamn self on February 14th and ask that nigga when are you going out on February 15th that's what you do stop stressing Valentine's Day if you want to do something special fine but this nigga don't even sound like he is studying Valentine's right. Day at all if Which, anything he gonna give your ass a bear and some candy and then have sex with you and then be done like you don't even hear from it's him unless you hit him up so it's all Valentine's Day is. it is an exchange of plush toys and chocolate for, for ass. genitals. Yes. That's all that That is all is. that grown people do with Valentine's Day. That's if why I don't lucky, see what the big ass deal is. That's what y'all do every day anyway. If you're lucky, you'll get a Cheddar Bay biscuit before the night is over. Right. But, I mean, st- like, I- I'm it's not just, trying to shit on Valentine's <laughs> Day at all. I'm just saying, like, it's funny to me how people just, like, set their eyes on Valentine's Day or get all, like, oh my God, I don't have nobody. I need to have some a date or Valentine's Day. Like, is it really that big of a deal, though? Everyone like, feels obligated really? to do it. Like, if you're in a relationship, you should, f- like, a, a romantic date on any other day should feel more special than Valentine's Day when everyone's doing it just because. The only time I felt, like, obligated. Like, I really should do something on Valentine's Day is when I was in that almost six year long relationship. That's when, like, after six years, when we are celebrating multiple Valentine's Days together, then it becomes like a thing where we, you know, have fun with each other. But I'll be damned. I don't, girl, I'll be damned. After six years in a gay relationship? Please, please. Do you know we were like marathoners? The fucking stars, and there better be somebody over here singing K Sarah, goddamn Sarah, bitch, (laughs) because that. Yeah, I don't really want to talk about that, but that was, <laughs> yeah, that was the only time when I was just like really stressing out over Valentine's Day. But I'll be damned if I'm worried about Valentine's Day plans with a nigga that I got to hit up every single time we go out with one another. Like, girl, the attraction is one sided. I mean, not saying that he's not attracted to you, but the 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 pull, the the desire to have something more. So wait, did she say that her problem is that he? He doesn't set things up like he it's doesn't. both. Like when whenever they get together, it's, it's, because, it's she, because she texted him, she called him, she set it up so that they could see one another. So now she's like, "Oh, what's gonna happen for Valentine's Day? Oh yeah, should Leave I press a girl? Long. He is not thinking about Valentine's Day with you. He is thinking about ass with you. Like that I honestly exactly feel like about. if he was interested in dating you and like being romantic with you and showing you a good time on Valentine's Day, if he actually gave a shit about that, then he would have hit you up about that by now. Like I just. I don't I don't see why you would stress out over this with somebody who it cannot even be bothered to text you on a day that ain't Valentine's Day. Niggas make effort where they feel like effort is needed. Niggas like they like how do I how do I say this? How do you? And it's not just men, but men especially like they're going to give their time to where they want to. Like, if you have to always initiate it, if you have to always be the one to contact him, you know, in order for you to see each other, then it's probably because it's just not that into you. Yeah. I mean, that that's that would be my first thought because I'm that same way. Like, if I just don't... Know your worth, girl. Yeah. You can do better. who will, you know... Be the one to hit you up on iMessage. Right. Valentine's Day or not, find somebody who at least calls and Unless you're a horrible person and, you know, (laughs) you broke his heart and you don't really want to... I think you're getting into hypotheticals that could not possibly be true. You know... Trace through all of that that baggage and that muck again. Anyway. Maybe he doesn't want to do that to himself. That wraps up our questions for this week. Send your questions to Ask the Reader. All I'm saying is, is that maybe he is hurt. Yeah, that's not his definitely. But it's probably not. <laughs> Ask the Reader, gmail.com, and let's take a quick break. So I'm pleased to say that we're still working with the awesome people at Hulu Plus. And you can still go over to HuluPlus.com slash The Read and take advantage of a free extended trial. And you'll get access to awesome content, including some of your favorite TV shows. I'm watching Community. It's awesome. Hilarious again. Much better than the last season. So catch up. And also, Prince was on New Girl this week or after the Super Bowl. So that episode's on there, too. 
Really great shows. Yeah, guys, don't forget that's HuluPlus.com slash The Read. Head on over for a free two-week trial. You can watch on so many different devices. Obviously, your laptop and certain shows and movies are available via your cell phone, but you can also use a Roku streaming player. If you have an Apple TV, you can use that to watch as well as the Xbox One, the PlayStation 4, and my personal favorite, the Wii U. So again, head on over to HuluPlus.com slash The Read. Sign up for that free two-week trial. They've got comedies, dramas, whatever you like. You are sure to find it with Hulu Plus. Okay, so let's finish the show. All right. Okay. Hey, what do you say? My mama used to do that all the time. I don't know. That just popped into my head. Okay. Um, The read. Yes, it is time for that portion of our show. Are you ready? I think so. Okay. You can go first this week. No, I can't. Why? Because I'm not really sure what my read is. Okay, well, for this week, I'm not really going to do, like, the regular angry sort of spout of nonsense that I do. I just want to clear up some things that I saw take place on the Internet over the past couple of days that I feel like a lot of people are really confused by. So if you don't know who Janet Mock is, she is a transgender woman who recently wrote a book, and she's been obviously doing some tour to promote the new book. This is common, right? Um, I'm talking for the people who don't know. She appeared on Piers Morgan's show and during the show, there were some things said by Piers Morgan that were uh, extremely offensive to certain members of the transgender community. Namely, he said things like Janet Mock was a man until she turned 18 or Janet Mock was born a boy and worked very hard to become the woman that she is today. Things like Janet Mock um like saying to her if I didn't know that you were transgender I would have never thought that you were transgender because you look like you should have been a woman in the first place stuff like that and a lot of people who mean very well who are like Mm -hmm. who are like allies at least to non-straight people are confused about how that's something wrong to say Mm -hmm. so what I'm going to do is offer y'all for the very first time a little piece of advice like just a little bit of something to help you understand where these people who are angry about it are coming from and I'm not going to cuss you out while I'm doing it like this is just very special I feel benevolent today I'm going to do this without being rude the problem was this with with this whole issue and and saying these things about Janet Mock regardless of whether you felt like she should have addressed it on the show or not the issue here is that transgender people are not you have to look at it from this point of view they are not born a boy or a girl and then become who they are they are born who they are and they feel like this is the wrong body for them so when you say to Janet Mock that she was born a boy and became a man or Janet Mock was a man or a boy until she turned 18 and then she became a woman you are saying that Janet Mock was was not born into the identity that she claims that she is Janet Mock says that she was born a girl Janet Mock is saying that she is a woman like she transitioned into the body that she wanted to have but she has always been this person to herself so when you are saying this to transgender people that's why Piers Morgan is getting all this backlash from all these very angry LGBT activists that's what the issue is it's not that they think he is you know transphobic in the in the hood ass we see somebody we don't like so we just gonna jump them and beat them way they're not saying that they're saying you need to be careful about the language you use because again like I always say your words mean things and to say something to a transgender woman like oh my goodness you're so pretty like if I didn't know that you were transgender I would have never thought it is saying to this person wow you're an acceptable kind of transgender person I like the way you look them other manly ass bitches I don't know what the fuck is going on with them I don't know why they made that decision but clearly you were meant to be a girl like straight people think um well, I can't say this for everyone, but think um, you're pretty for a dark skin girl. <laughs> it's right. Not it's that. not. It's not. It's not. I think that's actually not as bad as this. But it's just yeah. kind of like, is that supposed to. Like, I get. Like, we're trying to get people to. Right. Like, what you're saying is not. It's like, oh, well, you're one of the except. Like, when I, I went to an all white middle school, and that was very traumatic for me. Sixth through eighth grade, it was a rough time. And so. I was a cheerleader eighth grade year and during cheer camp, I remember somebody who was very sweet and still like just a really nice person came up to me and was like, I just want you to know you have the prettiest hair of any black girl I have ever seen. And I didn't even know what, like I was 12. I was just like, what? Like, I think, are you saying something? 
am I supposed to be flattered by this? That, oh, of all the... I've seen a lot of, of African-American hair, but yours, I think, is the closest to ours. So I like it. Like, you're just saying to this person that she the way she looks is the reason why you believe her being transgender. Well, it doesn't really, it should not matter what the person looks like. If somebody says to you that they're transgender, you don't have to understand it. But it's basic human decency to accept that and at least use the pronouns that, that person prefers. Like, it's not asking for a lot. And if you are so obsessed with your own self and what you think people should be called that you can't even do something as small as going by the pronouns that a person prefers like girl you really just need to reevaluate evaluate your life like why are you that dedicated to being hateful it should never be that serious so i'm explaining to y'all this is like a freebie for all you people who didn't get it couldn't understand why it was like such a big deal this is where the issue was like i said you don't have to understand it accepted whatever like if you want to stay ignorant about it or rude or hateful about transgender people that's your business but at least now you can't say nobody ever told you now you fucking know it's your decision to make about how you go whether you're gonna act like a decent fucking person okay so that's that's my read this week what about you i feel like you started the show with a read like, yeah i kind of i feel like i did too but i have one and i'm just trying to who come down off of that? Um, I think the problem with like um, transphobia and things of that nature is just it's actual ignorance. People yeah. just don't know and they don't care to learn or understand. So like even like it wasn't until maybe four years. I don't know how many. It was a few years ago that I learned that the word trainee was offensive and people still don't know. Yeah, people don't know offensive. that. And, you know, no one cares to learn. It's just no one understands and just fuck how you feel. So I think I just figured that out like maybe a year or two ago. Like, I think I was pretty late to that. But I like knowing who I am now and then looking back on the way I used to think about things, especially like in high school and college, I was extremely transphobic and didn't even really realize it. It was mm-hmm. just like I grew up in Oklahoma and that was just like. It was just like understood. Because everyone, it's like people just like, people don't get it. Humans, I feel like by nature, just like are terrified or just turned off by things that they do not understand. And that's, I just think that that's where it comes from. And people like, you're just so used to people making jokes about transgendered people that, of course, you grow up here in tranny and you hear people making jokes, talking about such and such like a man or this, you know, whatever. And so... Like, that's just, like, the norm is a, a kid in middle school and high school hearing all kinds of stuff like that. And it's not until you can grow up and have some sense, or if you have some damn sense, accept your damn sense. Right. And give a shit enough to listen to what's taking place and how people feel and stuff. So, like, people really, like, honestly think that transgendered people are just, like, born male or born female. And they get to some point where they're just like, I don't like this anymore. I'm gonna. Yeah. And that's not how. It's not, it's not just, oh, you know, I'm really tired of being a girl i think yeah. i'll just be a boy just on a random wednesday yeah. like that's just not just... how it works but when i when i realize that people are people like humans we are all basically just trying to exist find love be happy like and figuring out figuring the shit out as we go all of us are struggling in one way or another so what i'm not gonna do is make you feel bad about something that you know, this is this is who you are. Why is not my job as a person, as a woman, as a human, as an American, as a Christian to make you feel bad about who you are? Like, it's not my job to make you feel like you like your struggle needs to be harder. I wasn't put on this earth to understand everybody, but I was ordered to love my like my fellow common man. And so if if you are really the type of person you feel like you cannot just extend a basic human courtesy to everybody regardless of gender identity i really want you to rethink like your place on this planet it's just this is just so ridiculous but i understand where a lot of you were coming from with the confusion about the whole jen and mock thing that's why i wanted right people don't and and nobody is really like unless you know where to look for it nobody is talking about it people aren't just i mean yes we have seen interviews with laverne cox i saw her on katie kirk show and she had to get katie together because katie was being extremely inappropriate asking people about their genitals is just a no let's just let's just know on that how does what the fuck is wrong anyway so like 
like I said, if you know where to look for it, then you can find um, people talking about this sort of thing and you can find transgender women and transgender men who I prefer you to get your information from. Like, I prefer that y'all not get it from me, but I feel like this is something that needed to be said, regardless of the fact that I'm not transgender. It's not if you are not like looking for it, then you probably not going to find it like you're not going to find people to sit here and explain to you why it's offensive to say such and such was born this way and then became something else. So like, I didn't want it to be like a rude thing, but I also didn't want to address it. Like, Oh, it's cool for you to just do whatever you want to. Like, that's not it either at the bare fucking minimum. Use the pronouns people tell you to use and don't ask anybody about what's between their damn legs. Anybody ever period. That's just not a question for Jack for see. I can't deal with you. Do you ever read this week? Um, I do, but I feel like, you know, I just, I kind of oversaturated myself at the beginning of the show. You did kind of start the show off with like a 15 minute rant about, yeah. you know, literally everything that's wrong. I'll say this much. I don't like when, and this is a pet peeve that I have had for probably as long as I've had a car or the ability to go anywhere or make plans. Listen, I hate when you make plans with someone and then you're all set up for everything to go and, and you know, like you go and let's say someone invites you to fucking Olive Garden. I don't know, whatever. And you're like, great, I'll meet you there at whatever time. And you get there at whatever time and the person's not there and they're not picking up the phone. And you don't know if this nigga is dead, alive, <laughs> yes. in the Olive Garden, on top of the Olive Garden, underneath it. I hate... When you, like, make plans with someone and then when the plans are supposed to be taking place, that person falls off the face of the earth. Because it's like, do I just go home now? What is What the fuck is taking place? Yeah. Or if you're supposed to meet me somewhere. Like, I don't know. Just do what you say you're going to do. That's how I feel. Okay. That's my read. This I don't give a fuck. Are we finished? You were so mad at the beginning of this show that I really think that read could last you probably three or four weeks. But... It's cool. Yes, I think we are Let's done. Let's do that. I'm not going. <laughs> That's right. You're correct. I think that does Three it for this weeks. episode of yeah. The Read. Shout out to The Grio. We are on their 100 list. Um, I think under media is the category that we're in, but somebody pointed that out to me the other day, and I was just like, man, how cool is this? Yeah, it's very nice. Yes, so go to thegrio.com and check out their... 2014 100 list and see us on there and a little write up and everything it's very cute and nice thanks so much you guys we appreciate that that was really nice I like the way that it was written too yeah it was nice um I guess shout out to the shorty awards yeah that's for you though um uh the shorty awards is something I've heard of before I just couldn't remember what (laughs) it was that they celebrated mm-hmm. but it's a good award show i guess social media i'm nominated for youtube star although the, the most disappointing youtube that's the other thing like what is my life why am i not doing youtube videos and what the fuck podcasts what is happening to my life photo shoots contracts flying around and doing live shows i don't know what any of this means anymore i was a normal person once once upon a time I just, no, I'm serious. No, I'm just singing your theme song, so don't mind me. All I'm saying is I feel a little bit lost mentally, and I'm just trying to regroup and figure out if I'm doing things properly. I'm not trying to be one of these individuals that just goes out and does whatever for fuck's sake and, you know, to be talked about or maybe get a reality show or whatever. Like, I'm not trying to play it by ear. I want to do things, and I want for people to enjoy my product, and I just don't. I don't know. Everything is so stupid. Is the fame overwhelming for you? I'm not famous. Oh, okay. First of all. Do I need to play I'm the song again? I'm talking about fame. I'm talking about m- making sure that my steps are ordered properly. Okay, so thanks so much to the Shorty Awards because that is what we were talking about. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. No, that's not what I meant. Um, thanks for that. Thank you for that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds terrible. I sound really ungrateful. Thank you for <laughs> that nomination. I'm really excited about it. And, um, it. and <laughs> what other announcement do we have? Hopefully, I won't be trash for long. Okay. Um, I don't. Oh, we're doing a show in Philly. We are. We are doing a live show in Philadelphia on February 17th. Tickets on go on sale 
this Friday. Tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow, February 7th. The read philly.eventbrite.com. You can check this is the read.com to see the flyer and all the details. It is all ages. It is at Drexel University. Again, on Monday, February 17th. So, Philadelphia, we will see y'all there. Shout out to Squarespace. They are our awesome sponsors. If you need help creating a brand new website and you are not really sure how to do that, just like I was, head on over to squarespace.com and use offer code therapy for a free trial and 10% off. Anything else? Um, you're such a strange, you're such a strange little one. I just don't even know what to do with you. I'm still looking for a trainer. Oh, no, I have to show you. Have you seen all these emails? Oh, no. There's like, I don't know how many emails in here about a trainer. So maybe you can look through these and see if any of these work. I'll show you. Yeah, I'll get started on on health tomorrow. But for tonight, I'm just going to um, probably eat. The new double cheeseburger pizza from that bigot ass Papa John's, and you sound so dejected. I think people are going to be worried about you. Like you sound depressed. Oh well, no more depressed than Gaga and her art flop. Okay, well we will see you guys next week. I guess. Bye. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to... Maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health. Or I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know Kifiri and Crystal sent you. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.